Hey everybody and welcome to the second episode of the JLG Numbers Podcast. My name is Jesse, and I'm glad that you've decided to tune in for a second episode. Um, first things first is I'm sorry I didn't put out another episode sooner, um, but luckily we're on hiatus so it's less important. Um, but here we go. The problem, I had to come up, I have three other podcasts and um, so I had to come up with different um I had to come up with a new schedule of when everything's going to be posted. The Numbers podcast is going to be out on either Mondays or Tuesdays. For some reason, I didn't write it down. I don't have it off the top of my head. I'm sorry if you heard that noise. Um, but anyway. Uh, okay, so anyway, Numbers will be scheduled after there's a new episode. Numbers will be out on that Monday or Tuesday following. Um, if there's a hiatus, like this summer, there's going to be a gigantic hiatus. I haven't decided. My guess is that I'll be doing one every other week and taking, um, doing character analysis, analyses. I have this problem. I don't know what it is. And, um, otherwise I'll be doing, um, some influential episodes, which means basically the episodes that I deem really great. Or you can send in your, um, comments and tell me which episode you like me to go through. And then you can send in your comments on that as well. I'll let you know ahead of time what episode I choose and when that will be, um, posted. Bye. Okay, so um, this particular episode of the JLG Numbers podcast, I decided that I wanted to talk about the one hour episode because it was, it's not, it was the second to last newest episode um, because it is definitely one of my favorites. I thoroughly enjoyed it and it was very insightful, but at the same time there was enough drama where it wasn't like bogging you down with such emotional things going on. Um seriously one of my all-time favorites. This isn't going to be a full review because um, I haven't had time to go through and watch it again, but I'm going to pull out many of the significant parts of this episode and just give you, so you guys at least have a podcast to go off of until next Monday or Tuesday because there is a new episode of Numbers this weekend and it's called, I want to see Pandora's Box, but I don't really know off the top of my head once again because I, yeah, I'm behind. <laughs> um, let's see. We're going to go ahead and I'm going to start to talk I'm not going to go through and like give you an overview of what happened. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out the important parts that I felt were in the episode and just kind of breeze through them because I don't remember everything as well as I should. Um, I Okay, so we'll start out with Don is in the psychologist's office. Um, he had, If you remember correctly, he had to go there because of when he shot Crystal. I can't remember. Crystal Hoyt, maybe. <laughs> to make Hoyt up, I hope not. Anyway, um... It was very um, insightful. This is where the insight came in for me. It was done in the psychologist's office was so significant. Um, we're, we were getting background information on all the characters, and I felt like this was very important, not only for those of us that have watched often, but it was also important for those of us um, that hadn't come in right away because it really, really caught you up. And I thought that was perfect because... It was a, it w- had a very good balance between, like, not being monotonous about, like, what you already know about the characters, but kind of pulling out characteristics from them that you may have already noticed, but just vocalizing them so it makes you think about them more. And um, it was very important because we also got to see a lot of Don's flaws, like, and his reasoning for being a workaholic, which I was very appreciative of. Um, just like, there's this person online who was talking about, he was very unsure of how... Um, seeing a therapist would affect the future episodes and you know everyone a lot of people were a little leery about it and it's very understood understanding why you would be leery because don is the leader he is supposed to be strong and 
Um, a lot of times, even though it's not, like, it shouldn't be like this, um, I think seeing a therapist can be seen as a weakness, um, but it isn't, and, but it is seen as a weakness, <laughs> okay, now that I'm totally contradicting myself, anyway, um, we really see that as Dawn's, Dawn, <laughs> Dawn's flaws come out, that everyone else's, everyone else is able to flourish, and we can see all their strengths, all their strengths, it's like a foil, I think that's correctly. So I was very, I definitely agree with this. Like at first I was very unsure of how it was going to go, but it was a really, really great example, like of how wonderful the writing of numbers is. And then, um, and then the actual case itself was extraordinarily suspenseful and it wasn't so bogged down with like thinking and like, it was a lot of action. And I liked that about it because, um, I'm like if you've known me like in the past I'm very not into the action scene but or suspenseful like I used to be deathly afraid of things as a child um and it kind of like so this was not a show that I thought I was going to enjoy but um there you go I love it but um I appreciated that the case was so suspenseful and action filled because the part with Don was so mind-boggling and like made you think so much and um that's great uh, I think, um, I love that Charlie's and Amita's relationship was kind of switched around because Megan called for Amita. She needed Amita. It's always been someone needs Charlie and Amita can help Charlie. In this case, Amita probably didn't need Charlie's help, um, for what she was called in to do. Like, Charlie comes into his own later on in the episode, but Amita doesn't need Charlie's help, but she's willing to sacrifice, you know, I don't know, let him in, which is great because they're in a relationship and there should be some of that. Um, and then I really enjoyed how Colby stepped it up and he really, um, in running the whole, um, labyrinth kind of thing, but running the whole puzzle and just really taking it into his own hands. I really appreciated that. And it really just highlighted his character. I'm really, I really like his character. There's, there's a lot there to his character. Um, and of course seeing Megan being smart and fast on her feet, as Don would say, I really appreciated that because she's definitely one of my favorite characters because she is a woman in a man's world and yet she doesn't ask to be pitied. She doesn't ask, ask, um, that, you know, she doesn't ask anything of the guys. She wants to be, she is one of them. Like she's not a guy in that way, but she is one of them. She is a strong FBI agent and there's nothing that like, you really can't fight that. Yes, she has more of a heart, like Don was saying. She has more of a heart than maybe many of the others do. But I don't think that hinders her in any way if maybe it helps her more. So, um, that's really... I know that I didn't have a lot to say about that. It was only seven minutes into the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much what I need to cover myself because I'm not going through and doing a full overview. But I'm going to go ahead, and I did a little research, and I've been finding out what people have said about this particular episode, and I'm going to read you a couple of them. If these are yours, please email me, and maybe if you want me to um, say your name, that's not going to be a problem. Also, email me if you want to say something about these episodes, but I'll talk about that later. Anyway, um, this person who I assume is a woman, said, This episode was excellent for several reasons, the biggest being the insight it gave us into Don and how he feels about his team, both as a group and on the individual level. You could clearly see him struggle over several issues and even make some breakthroughs over some past situations. 
The kidnap- kidnapping plot was very well written and gave the always excellent cast a chance to si- shine. <laughs> they seemed more like a team than ever and used some great methods to catch the kidnapper in the end. The dialogue and interplay among the team was very well written and executed. It was great to see a fresh approach used on, the, on numbers and really made it for a top-notch episode. Now, here is the thing that I just noticed now. So it's not a very well-formulated thought. She said, They seemed like more of a team than ever and used some great methods to catch... Okay, that part doesn't matter. They seem like more of a team as ever. Is it possible that maybe Don has been in some way hindering... Um hindering his employee his co-workers by not allowing them to live up to their fullest and now we know why don is doing that because he doesn't want to be to lose like his important position because someone else can't take it over but um he doesn't want to lose everything that he has which is understandable but do you think maybe he's been um holding back people because they haven't been allowed to fully use all of their skills i mean that's that's definitely up for debate um, but I definitely, uh, it's, it's, uh, that's a reason to think. Oh, and, um, for those of you who have been wondering recently about Diane Farr, I do have some news. She had a baby boy, and I believe his name was Beckett, something with an M, and then something Korean, but I do have to say way to go for Asian babies, but her baby was gigantic, like, He's like 22 inches, 8 some pounds. He's very tall. Um which which is nice. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's great she had a baby. I believe she had it on the 16th. And so and she will be back. Um she's especially coming back for the finale. The season finale, not series finale. That would be man, can you imagine if I broke that here? That'd be different. Anyway, so, congratulations to Diane Farr, who happens to be one of my favorite actresses, playing one of my favorite characters. Um, so we're going to read this one, who, I don't know who, if it, yes. Okay. This is, I haven't been in love with the episodes they've done recently, but this cha- this change of pace was nice. The episode ran smoothly, despite jumping back and forth between Don and the team, and the ending with Don was not satisfactory. His realization was, meh. Everyone else was great in the episode, though. The plan the kidnapper, uh, the plan the kidnapper had was good, and how they worked it all out, as usual, was great too. All around, it was good, but it could have been something great. It just missed the mark somewhere in there, and I've got to wonder if this could really be pulled off in only one hour. Um. Okay, I have to say this is a little—I don't know. Could it really be pulled off in hours? The first thing I'll address. I think that it could be. I'm gonna be honest. Like maybe that's taking things really lightly, but uh, one, I feel like um, I'm not really sure. I think it'd be tough, but I think it could be because there are is a time constraint, and you know, you only have an hour. So I think that it could be personally. Um. Also, the ending with Don was not satisfactory. I guess I could see totally where you're coming from. Although, Don isn't actually my favorite character, as Rob Morrow isn't my favorite actor. But that's besides the point. Um, I 
love this episode. And it is a little different than normal, but I think it really is. It's like those Grey's Anatomy episodes that are clip episodes of the season so you know where you are. I feel like it's um, an episode for the entire series so you know where you are because it's not about the individual cases. It's about how the individuals handle the case. And so I really appreciate, I have come to appreciate that. Okay, so that's what I'm going to give you for today because I'm a college student and I have to go do homework. Sad. (laughs) Um, I'm going to ask you if you would send in your feedback. Um, You can go to the blog, jlg-numbers.blogspot.com. If you're going, yeah, okay, so if you're, dash, that's right. For some reason I just had this confusion between dash and backslash. Backslash, but no, that's right. JLG-numbers.blogspot.com. Remember that numbers has an no e; it has a three instead. If you are a fan of the show, you should remember that. But that is where you will find. Um, that is where you will find my blog. You can leave an audio. There's an icon in the upper right hand corner. You can, which is an audio message. Um, you can leave comments on the blog itself, um, or there, my email address should be on there, but my email address is jlgpodcasting at gmail.com, and I would encourage you to send me your feedback, um, especially after this new episode airs, which I'm really excited about. Um, I'm very excited about seeing, I think this will be one of Megan's last appearances in the show, but I'm not really sure. Um, I'm very excited March Madness is over because it has taken numbers off the air, although they would have had a hiatus anyway. Whatever. So go ahead, email me your thoughts. The next episode will be out on Monday or Tuesday, hopefully by Monday, more than likely on Tuesday. Um, As I get into the groove of things, it'll come out more evenly. It'll be one of those two days, but it'll be always on that day. Um, I haven't decided what I'm doing for the summer yet, if you're wondering, but we've got a little time to figure that out. Anyways, um, so go ahead and email me any comments or anything you have about this new episode or the episode that I've just covered because it is a very important episode I feel to the series. So I'd like to hear what you all have to think about that. And also on the right hand corner, right hand corner, nope, the right hand side of my blog, um, you'll see different um, links because I have three other podcasts: the JLG Wonderful Women of Television, which has just featured Lauren Graham, has started featuring Lauren Graham. Um, with a biography about her in episode two. And then um, the Grey's Anatomy podcast and the JLG Grey's Anatomy podcast and the JLG My Boys, which is actually about to get its new episode right now as well. So go ahead and try and check those out. They're a lot of fun, I would like to think. And um, also, if you're into blogging or TV Guide or anything, I do have a blog on TV Guide. Um, it is the JLG podcast. Oh, no, JK. JK. It's the JLG box set queen, um, for lack of a better name at the moment. That's my username. You can find my blog there as well. And um, I don't really talk about numbers or Grey's Anatomy or My Boys because I do podcasts on those. It's um, I like to go. I just started, so there's not a lot there. And so I've done a review on a movie right now. But um, if you want to check that out, that would be wonderful. Leave comments there as well. But... Anyway, that is all I have for you for this week, so I'm going to bid you a great week, and actually, it'll be a little bit shorter than a week, hopefully, so tune in next week for the third episode of the JLG Numbers podcast, and don't forget, Friday at 10 o'clock on CBS is a brand new episode of Numbers, so be sure to tune in. Alright, have a great week, everyone. (laughs) 